as we head into this long Labor Day weekend, you might be making plans as to what you're going to do with the day off. But we still want to do our regular routines like go to Mass and spend a little time preparing for Mass. Joining me today is Terry Ross. He is host of The Glory of the Mass. And one beautiful way that you can set your mind to the beauty of the Mass is to listen to beautiful sacred music that Terry provides us every week on his show. Terry's joining me today to talk about this week's special Mass dedicated to Antonin Dvorak. Good morning, Terry. Thanks so much for joining me. You're very welcome. Uh, it, this also, the feast that we're celebrating on the 3rd of September is the Feast of St. Gregory the Great, uh, who is known for giving his name to Gregorian chant, although he didn't invent Gregorian chant, it came later, but he did invent a lot of things for the church liturgy. He was a great uh, liturgical pioneer, so St. Gregory the Great. Uh, but you're right, uh, it's all Dvorak this time, and that's very unusual for me because it's usually uh, Renaissance composers, and here Dvorak is a 19th century Czech composer. But I thought he had some beautiful music, uh, including a beautiful mass in D major and a bunch of other stuff, so I thought, let's have an all Dvorak program. Well, that's perfect. You found lots that you can provide in this week's episode, and I love to have all of these featured on this one artist. So you said he was a 19th century composer, different than the other composer you typically have on the Glory of the Mass, which are Renaissance period. This, you said, is Romantic period. This what, is the romance, the yeah, Romantic period, the romantic. 19th century. What What is it about that music that they decided that this is a romance? You have to understand that it didn't follow directly from the Renaissance. The Renaissance uh, produced uh, Baroque music and then classical music, two different, completely different styles. Classical is a little bit closer to what we're doing in the, in the Romance stuff, except with freer use of harmonies and structure uh, to be more emotionally immediate. I guess that's no other way to say that. Um, Beethoven is a romantic composer. Mozart is a classical composer, just to give you an idea. Okay. I mean, now when you compare those two, just in my own mind, I can kind of see how those two yeah, differ Bach, a little bit before, in its style. Before Mozart, Bach was a Baroque composer. And before uh, Bach, uh, Palestrina was a Renaissance composer. Their music changes from uh, style to style. Terry Ross is the host of The Glory of the Mass, joining me today to give us a little bit of a preview of this week's episode. So Dvorak was a 19th century composer. Now, we, you've taught me, Terry, over the years that we've been talking that composers were hired, contracted by the church to be their music ministers, so to speak, like we would have today's church. But they would be writers, and they had schools of writing, and they would write incredible music and name their masses. By the time we get to these 20th century composers, are they still being contracted by churches to write for them a mass? In some cases, yes. Uh, it's much less frequent than it used to be because uh, composers now have a second thing they can do to make a living besides running a church choir. Uh, and that is teaching at a university. Mm. And almost all composers now are university teachers as well as composers, uh, and they don't have to have a job in a church, uh, and most of them don't. 
That's really interesting. Now, we have picked out a piece that we are going to preview today. And of course, it's always a wonderful time to preview an Ave Maria. And we've talked about this also before. There are many renditions of the Ave Maria. Remind us a little bit about this particular song and its real special place in the hearts of so many composers. Well, the Ave Maria obviously is a very important text for Catholics. Um, it's everywhere in in the Catholic liturgy, um, including in the Rosary, of course. Um, and every Renaissance composer and a lot of classical composers and Baroque composers, also, they all wrote a version or two or three or four of the Ave Maria. Palestrina wrote, I think, four different versions of the Ave Maria. Um, Dvorak, I think, just wrote one, and we're going to hear a little bit of that, though, now. Uh, he, Unlike those earlier composers, uh, Dvorak used the organ as an accompanying instrument. Okay, well, listening to this preview, this is Antonin Dvorak's Ave Maria. incredible version of that song. I love it. Yeah. But you're right. That organ does have a very prominent sound in that song. Yes. And in the mass too. Uh, and all the, all the other pieces that I've got on here by Dvorak, there's two pieces in English uh, that are uh, done by the Royal Scottish National Orchestra. Go, go figure. Go figure. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd and oh, sing unto the Lord. Oh, so beautiful. Now, remind me again now, the, the kind of the big differences between, uh, I guess, the the important key elements of this style of music, this r- romance period that we're listening to. What were some, again, of those those features that is important to listen to and pick out during this, uh, during this episode? That's hard to say exactly, but I would say that some of the pieces of the romant- romantic period have a much more f- uh, forward and direct approach to the emotions. I love it. Uh, and less a reliance on the form of the music and more on the, the sound of it evoking emotion in the listener. Well, listening to that Ave Maria, I definitely immediately had an emotional response to that. It was yeah, absolutely course. beautiful. Yeah. Well, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to this full episode, an entire episode devoted to music by Antonin Dvorak. And I always look forward to our time together. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. You're very welcome. And again, that is Terry Ross. His show is The Glory of the Mass. Be sure to check it out this weekend. You can listen to the podcast directly from our webpage at materdayradio.com. And there you'll be able to see the full playlist for episode 209. 
You will also have access to that episode on the Hail Mary Media app.